you start with a blank piece of paper and your challenge, your task, is to write down your goals, the things you want to achieve. Hi, welcome to Red Pants. This podcast is for the business curious, for those who are thinking about starting or growing a business, or those who are a bit nosy like me. We'll talk about all the things around starting and running a business from finance and marketing to the technology and the values we choose to embed in our business. I'll be asking people what keeps them going. I'm not an expert, but I'm up for giving things a go and asking other people what they do and why. And I'm more than happy to share what I learn with you as we all make the future. What are your goals and things you want to achieve? You know there are things that you want to do, but when you are faced with that blank piece of paper or screen where you're meant to write down your goals, your mind goes totally blank and you are overwhelmed with the possibilities. If you choose one, does that mean you can't do something else? And where do your life goals end and your business goals begin? Choosing my business goals when I set out to start my business was actually one of the hardest things I did. I'd been dreaming about what I was creating, the work that I might do, and the life that I would get to build. What is this life that I wanted to create? What difference do I want to make in the world? How does this match up with the skills, talent, and experience that I have? But how could I turn these fleeting thoughts and dreams into something tangible and measurable? Because if I was going to bother to write down my goals, I certainly was going to make sure that they were going to be smart goals and I would need to break them down into steps too. Sometimes I get way too in my head and because I'm thinking big picture, there are so many, many steps and I make things far more complicated than they need to be. And because I think about the future and all the possibilities, well, really, there are so many. So what should I aim for? As I began to think about what I might want to create and the goals that I wanted to work towards, I also started to see what other people were doing, looking to be inspired. But rather than fueling me, I began to count myself out. I saw these people doing, frankly, amazing things that I did not see as achievable for me. In order to achieve those things, they had worked hard, obviously, and been in the right place at the right time with the right skills and talents and people around them. And I don't want to copy other people's lives. I want to make my own that brings me satisfaction and allows me to do the things I want in life. Working more than 80 hours a week does not give me the balance I need to support my own mental health. I say this now in a very considered and thought through way. But these were not the things I was thinking then. I was overwhelmed, dejected and wondering how I was going to make any money at all. Who did I think that I was to entertain the possibility that I could be successful or that I could make lots of money or that I could possibly build a business that would be successful enough to attract big clients or hire people or even get to choose between people who I could hire? And who was I to even consider the possibility of one day having a physical location? So I made my dream smaller. I think we might all have experience of doing that. I started by making some short-term goals. Maybe goals is not the right word here. Benchmarks maybe fit better. 
they were really low measures that I would need to meet in order to continue this journey of building my business. If I didn't reach them, I would know I needed to think of a different way of building my business. So after six months, I decided that I would need to be steadily making £500 a month. And after a year, that would be £1,000 a month. If I didn't do that, I might consider taking a part-time job or repositioning or perhaps doing something entirely different. It's not just about being realistic and not wanting to be a drain on my family and friends. It was also about being able to keep up momentum and excitement about what I was doing. Thankfully, I did surpass those goals within the first three months and it wasn't an issue. Having begun with that, I felt emboldened to write out some milestones. These weren't necessarily what I determined to be success, but some nice financial figures that over time I could tick off and celebrate or mark. Now, money isn't everything to me. It's it's definitely not the primary um, driver for me starting my own business or even any reason at all. I started my own business because I wanted more control over my own life. And I wanted to scratch the itch that I've had since I was about 13 or 14. And I took a business management class in school. So I took a step back from these easy financial milestone or goal setting and had to think about what I wanted to build. I considered what gave the most satisfaction and joy, the difference I wanted to make in the world, steps I might consider important in starting and growing a business, things that are necessary but that I didn't want to do, skills I wanted to learn or improve and equipment I wanted to buy. It was sort of turning back to that original big picture thinking, but in a much more structured approach. After I'd written down some very realistic goals, which I only now appreciate looking back because I had no idea if I was going to get a single client, I tried to write down some bigger goals. The biggest goal I wrote down was Tesla. I didn't write down whether I wanted to buy or rent or have an experience or work with them, maybe them being a client of mine, because that was too hard. Writing anything more than that was too hard and kind of embarrassing and too big a goal to really define. I've been making goals in a proactive way since 2010, and it felt scary when I started back then. I've seen the power of writing down goals over time. And to begin with, I didn't revisit them until a year later as a review to see what I did. The magic is that by writing them down, you've created a path in your mind, things that you might do in order to reach that goal. You suddenly are drawn into content, books, articles and videos around that thing that you want to achieve. You're more intentional about relationships you want to nurture. If you want to save towards something, you make it easier for yourself by altering your budget and automating your savings each month. And suddenly it's so much easier to achieve that goal. And it's almost like without thinking you could get there. But personal goals are so different to business goals. And I think part of what that is, is because it's so wrapped in for me, my worth. Society tells us that What we are paid and our job title conveys our worth. And if I think that I could do these massive things, am I saying my worth is beyond what other people are recognising my worth to be through what they pay me and the titles I've had? Am I getting too big for my boots? And then there's the fact that a business feels so much more public than quiet and personal goals. 
I don't like being the center of attention most of the time or ever really. I'm trying to get over that and it's really hard. A lifetime of seeking the less visible roots in life is not easily changed, but putting my face on social media makes me cringe every single time. Is it the same for everyone else? They make it look so easy. Maybe that should be a new goal, specifically to put my face out there more often. Maybe I should have filmed this. It's scary to write down and define our goals because we might possibly fail. Is it worse, though, to not even try? I think there's also goals and dreams that we don't think about all that often because they feel like common sense or frivolous or they're part of the day-to-day living. But if they are important to you, perhaps you should write them down and be intentional and prioritise these things. When I wrote my goals, I started with around 18 and these felt like a bit much to then have actionable steps for each and to remember. So I distilled them down in two different rounds until I had three. For each of these long-term goals, I then wrote down my motivation, my why behind the goal and my vision or manifestation, basically imagining what it would look like when I achieved this goal. If I am honest, which I am trying to be, I need to revisit these. What these goals have become in my mind is much more than I wrote a year ago. They have grown and expanded and developed as I've experienced a year or so in business. So I add some new dreams and words to them to better reflect where I am now and where I'm going. Underneath these long-term goals, I have yearly goals. These help me work out what I need to do or want to do that year in working towards the larger vision. Under the yearly goals, I have large pieces of work or objectives, and I've broken these down into tasks. It might seem like overkill, and I might change the way that I do because I have the prerogative to do that. I'm in control of my life and business and get to decide how I do these things but it's helped me work towards where I am now and where I am going. Having these overarching goals also helps me determine what is most important for me to work on and what I should maybe just not do. This is really hard though, because no is really hard to say, especially when you are the boss and there is nobody else. I'm inspired to dream up and write down some much bigger goals, some specifics of what I want to do. I know what I've been able to achieve in a year and what is really realistic. I do have some pretty big goals that I've been able to work out what I want through the course of starting and simply doing this for a year. I truly believe that the uniqueness of everyone is what makes this life so brilliant. It's what I love about talking to other business owners and I believe that your business should work for you. It doesn't have to look like anyone else's and what is failure or rejection other than redirection and a whole bunch of emotions that go along with the grief of letting go of a future you imagined in order to embrace a new future and I think there is power in acknowledging that. And so your goals and your dreams should not look like mine. They should look and feel like you. And some of us will earn lots of money. Some of us will live in quiet obscurity, reveling in the creativity and solitude we've crafted because that's what our souls need. Some of us will travel and spend our lives surrounded by new cultures and people. And some of us will buy Teslas. 
And if you are a little bit like me, you sort of want to try all of it. But no, deep down, there are some things that are much better for me than private jets and expensive houses. And I don't want to buy a Tesla. What life do you want? And what difference do you want to make in this world? If you are here for some encouragement, here it is. Just start. Write down the goals you have at your fingertips. Dream bigger. And as you're doing, write down those ideas and possibilities that take your fancy. And because you are in control of your life, you get to change them. If you find this episode encouraging or helpful, share it with a friend or someone you want to tell them that you believe in your dreams. Drop a comment with your wildest dream and let's back and support each other. Go make the future.